And uh, I've been covering a few topics, as I said, that are related to the core issues during the Protestant Reformation of the 16th century. And we've talked about the Bible, the centrality of the Bible. We talked about Jesus. It's Christ alone. It's only through Christ that we can be saved. I've talked about grace. And today I'm going to talk about faith. And uh, what kind of faith I'm talking about and how this faith can and should be exercised and how God works with us through our faith is what we are going to talk this morning. So before we, we do this, before we start, I'd like to invite you to join me in prayer. I'm going to kneel down here and as far as possible, please join me for this prayer. So we are talking about faith today. Now, I need to say something before we, we, we start. Uh, because this morning I'm going to invite three witnesses from the Bible. Three people who lived some uh, deep, strong uh, experiences with God. And so through the, their experiences we may be able to learn something for our own lives. But before we do that, let me just clear three concepts here. Uh, the faith that we're going to be talking here this morning is faith in Jesus, right? It's the living faith in Jesus. It's not only faith, while some people may say, I have faith in the economy, that the economy is going to get better. I have faith in my spouse. I have faith in my teacher. I have faith in the, in the justice system of the country. And those are all good things. They're not bad things. But that's not the kind of faith we are talking about. We are talking about faith in Jesus as our Savior. The Bible says in Mark chapter 16, verse 16, Jesus says this, Anyone, everyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who believes and is baptized is saved. So it is necessary to believe. It is necessary to have faith in Jesus so that we might be saved. The other thing I'd like to talk about and to, to clarify before we even start is that uh, the, an answer to the question, is faith a gift from God or is faith something you and I possess naturally? You know, the Bible shows Jesus healing people. And in several instances, Jesus would heal the person. And Jesus would turn to the person and say, Your faith has made you well. Your faith has healed you. Go in peace. And so the question is, is faith something that we have? Because Jesus said, Your faith has made you well. Or is faith 
a gift from God. So, let's read what the Bible says, rather than my own opinion or, or anyone else's. First Chronicles, First Chronicles chapter 29, First Chronicles 29, verse 14. First Chronicles 29, verse 14, here is King David speaking to the people, but speaking, talking to God as well. And David says, for all things come from you. And of your own we have given you. So David is saying here that all things come from God. Everything comes from God. And that includes our faith. That includes the precious gift of grace in Jesus Christ. And that includes our faith as well. What does the Bible say in Hebrews? Let's go to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. The Bible says... Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So the Bible is saying that Jesus is the, he's the pioneer. He's the one who initiated it all. He's the one who is the author. He's the one who gives us faith. And he's the one who is going to take the work to completion. So our faith is a gift from God. Faith itself is a gift. Now, we we are supposed to, to grasp on that gift from God and then exercise it. And finally, here in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. The Bible says, For by the grace given to me, so you see grace is a gift, but he goes on to say, By the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. And uh, I think the translation you have up there says, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So yes, faith is a gift that comes from God. Now someone might say, oh, why does God give faith? Why does God distribute faith uh, uh, in a measure to someone or to someone else? Maybe more or less faith. It's not that God has any preference for people. But God will give us the measure of faith that we need to face our challenges. That's the key thing. We all don't live the same life. We all don't have the same difficulties. But God will make sure that we have the measure of faith enough to carry us through. Therefore, faith is a gift. Faith comes in the, whole, in the package, in the plan of salvation that God gives. His grace comes with a measure of faith as well. One of the founders of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, Alan G. White, whom I believe was inspired by God, he said, she said in the book Faith in Works, page 24, The Lord Jesus imparts all the powers... All the grace, all the penitence, all the inclination, all the pardon of sins in presenting his righteousness for men to grasp by living faith, which is also the gift, the gift of God. So I said here that the faith we're talking about is faith in Jesus. Faith is a gift from God. And the last thing I'd like to say in regard to faith itself is that faith is not what saves us. 
Now that might sound awkward, but we are saved by grace. That's what the Bible says. It is not faith in itself that saves us. We are saved by grace, and then we exercise faith in this gift in Jesus Christ, in this gift of grace in Jesus Christ. So what is faith? What does the Bible say faith is? In Hebrews 11:1, 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for. And it is the evidence of things not seen. So that's what the Bible say, says faith is. It's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So faith is this, is this rendering, is this submitting, this surrendering to God of all our intellectual powers. It's an abandonment of, of the mind and will to God. And it is the act of making Christ the only door for our salvation. The only door to enter into the kingdom of heaven. So that's what faith is. But I'd like to give you three examples from the Bible. That maybe will help you in your journey with the Lord. You may be struggling with something. There are people who struggle with the challenges of life. But there are people who struggle even with their faith in God. And I hope that these three experiences will, tell, will teach us something this morning. The first Bible witnesses I'd like to invite you to meet is found in the book of Mark. In the Gospel of Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10 in verses 46 through to 52. Mark 10, 46 through to 42. I said this before and I'll repeat here just before I read the word that whenever a child cries, it sounds like music, particularly after you have children, right? It's the beautiful sound of children. Praise the Lord for them. Mark chapter 10, verses 46 through to 52. That's the story of blind Mart Bartimaeus. And here is a man who was an outcast. And he is he's even outside of the gates of the city. He was not allowed to be inside. He's outside the gates of the city. He's begging for money from anyone who passes by. And he hears that Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming with people around him. Jesus had been in the city. And now he's going out of the city. And Bartimaeus heard about it. And Bartimaeus knew about the miracles that Jesus had been performing. And he starts to cry, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And people are trying to shush him, trying to keep him quiet. Don't, 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 don't cry, don't cry out, don't call the Lord. But he cries even more, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Well, you know the story, finally Jesus... Tells the crowd, well, go get him. Bring him to my presence, into my presence. And the man is brought. And the man is, jumps out from his place and comes before the presence of Jesus. And Jesus looks at him and says, what do you want me to do for you? And Bartimaeus said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. The Bible says that Jesus turned to him and said, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight. Wouldn't that be just awesome? If tonight, before you, 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 you'd go to bed, you'd 
kneel down and pray to the Lord and say, Lord, I need this. And the Lord would give you that immediately. Wouldn't that be awesome? And I've experienced this. And I'm sure that at some point you, you must have experienced that. And if you haven't, the Bible is clear to say that it is possible. That the Lord will answer the prayer of faith with a clear answer. And he, he may give you exactly that what you ask. He might even ask you, what do you want me to do for you? You don't have, you don't have to, to scratch for an answer. He'll ask you and you say, Lord, I need this or I need that. And the Lord will give you. Now we find out that as we walk with the Lord, it, it's not always like that. And I wish I could tell you this morning that anything and everything you ask the Lord, the Lord will give you immediately the way you ask it. But I, I can't tell you that it's always like that. It hasn't been like that in my experience, and it hasn't been like that in the experience of other Bible characters. But I see that the Lord does do that, particularly when we are just beginning, when you're starting our walk with Him. Because he wants to make sure you see him as a faithful father who takes care of you. And so many times in, our, in the beginning of our journey with the Lord, we'll ask and the Lord will give us exactly what we ask for. And he will do that immediately. But that's not the only stage in our faith experience with the Lord. Let me bring you to another Bible witness here. This we find in Matthew chapter 15. Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 to 28. Matthew 15, 21 through to 28. And here is the story of a woman who was a, a Canaanite. He was not, she was not part of the people of Israel. She was not an Israelite. She was a Syrophoenician. She was Canaanite. She lived outside of Jerusalem and Jesus went there to where she lived to the city she lived and Jesus is there walking and teaching and this woman comes to Jesus and she says exactly what Bartimaeus had said she cries out to the Lord O Lord son of David have mercy on me and what did Jesus do you know she was she was looking for healing for her daughter she was she was going to ask Jesus for her daughter. And she cries, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And what did Jesus do? He initially didn't do anything. He, she, he ignored her. That's what the Bible says. He didn't say a word. And then the disciples turned to the woman and, and turn to Jesus and say, Jesus, let's, let's get her away from here. Let's send her away. And then Jesus speaks up. And what Jesus says is not encouraging at all. He turns to the woman and says, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman is still looking at Jesus and saying, Have mercy on me, son of David. And once again, as Jesus, is, as Jesus turns to her and says that, I was sent only to the lost sheep in the house of Israel, the woman throws herself at the feet of Jesus. 
she bows down and she says Lord help me and Jesus speaks again to her and his words are even more discouraging he says it is just not right to take the bread that the children should eat and throw it to the to the dogs but as Jesus says that the woman replies it's as if she would say Lord I know I'm a dog that's all right but even even the dogs eat from the crumbs that fall off from the master's table and Jesus turns to her and says oh woman how great is your faith be it done as you desire and her daughter was healed instantly so I want to tell you this maybe in the beginning of your experience with the Lord in the initial stages of your journey you'll ask and the Lord will, the Lord will even ask you what you need and he'll give you immediately exactly the way you asked but sometimes the Lord may be silent for a while like in the case of this Canaanite woman maybe you you'll, you'll perceive some answers from the Lord that are exactly the opposite of what you're looking for but I came here this morning to tell you don't give up keep on praying keep on asking and even if it seems that the Lord is ignoring you even if it seems that the Lord is sending you away even if it seems that the Lord does not have a blessing for you you just keep asking you just keep asking in faith because at some point the Lord will reward your faith and he'll grant you grant you the blessing that you need isn't that what we saw here in this story it may take some some more work it may take some more exercise of faith just like in the case of this woman but that's not the last example I want to give you I have a third one and this is the one I'm going to close with it may be that in your experience you ask and the Lord answers immediately or maybe you need to pray for a little longer you need to exercise your faith for a little longer and the answers may not seem clear or it may seem that the Lord is sending you away but you keep praying and the Lord will finally answer but there is another story in the Bible and this is found in the book of Job we won't read the whole book but the whole book of Job is the story of this man who went through a terrible ordeal And this man is like many people see themselves. They think, well, there is nothing wrong in my life. I don't know why I'm going through all of this. So here is a man who was a legitimate Christian. He walked with the Lord. The Bible says that he was a man of character. That he walked with integrity. But yet... All of those things came upon him in just one single day. He lost his children. He lost his health. He lost even the trust of his friends and the trust of his wife. So his friends come to him and say, you must confess. There must be something wrong in your life. There must be, there must be something you're hiding. 
And Job is searching himself. He's asking the Lord, Lord, search me. I don't see what's, what's wrong. I don't see what I've done to deserve this. He was a faithful follower, a faithful believer. But yet, all of those bad things came his way. Even his wife came to him and said, What's the use of it? Just curse God and die. But yet, Job chose to keep, chose to keep his integrity. And even though he didn't have any indication that his situation would improve, even though he didn't have any sign whatsoever that his life was going to go back to normal, even though he might have think maybe this is what I'm going to face for the rest of my days, even though he had that in mind, <clears throat> he made one of the most striking, one of the most beautiful statements one of the most outstanding and powerful statements of faith we find in the Bible, which Caleb read here this morning. Job 19, verses 25 through 27. I know that my Redeemer lives, and that He shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Though after my skin is destroyed, yet in my flesh I shall see God. Whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold him, and not another. How my heart yearns within me. That's the kind of faith I would like to encourage you to, to have. That's the kind of faith I'd like to encourage you today to, to develop. To ask that the Lord will give you, because... You may have come to the point in your life where maybe the Lord is not answering immediately and exactly the way you asked. You may have come to the point of your life where the Lord is no longer answering even after a while. It may seem that everything goes wrong. The closer you get to God, the closer you walk with the Lord like Job, things get worse and worse and worse. And you ask yourself, what's, what's the use of it? Is there any good in trying to follow the Lord? But I have a word for you today. If that's your experience, remember that Job, Job pronounced this statement before his situation had been solved. Before his situation had any indication that things would go back to normal. So if you're going through difficult times, if you're going through a challenge... It may be the child of yours whom you've raised in the church. You've raised in the Lord way. And you've prayed over that child for all of your life. And you've showered the child with care. Only to now look the child turn their back on you and on Jesus. If that's the situation, keep praying. Keep interceding. Don't give up. Job didn't give up. Job interceded for others. And the Bible says in, in the last chapter of the book that as he interceded for others, the Lord blessed him. And so I'd like to encourage you to keep praying. I'd like to encourage you to keep strengthening your faith and believing that the Lord is the one who can do it. It may be your spouse. It may be your relationship. It may be a job you're looking for. 
Just in the past two weeks, I heard from two different church members here how God has blessed them in their work situation. Both were looking for a job that, would, that they would be able to take, not having to work on Sabbath hours. And they were praying for that, and they've been praying for that, and the church had been praying for them as well. And the Lord blessed them. So I tell you, don't give up. Keep praying. Yesterday, I, uh, my wife found a, uh, saw a rabbit in our backyard. And she found the rabbit so cute. And I said, you know, we should not encourage the rabbits to be around here. They're cute, but let them be a little far away, farther away. And this one rabbit in particular, he, she, I found out later she was a she, that she was, you know, quite often attending our backyard very close to the house and so last night I saw the rabbit there again and I said I don't want them to be this close and so I had to water the plants anyway so I took I took the the, the hose and started to to water the plants I never blessed the, the animal with water I should tell you this never did that but I was thinking maybe as the animal sees water here uh, she will flee but she would she would not move from that uh, patch of grass patch of dead grass that was there and so at some point my wife said well maybe they have a nest there that's what it is and you know after a, a few minutes of watering the plants the rabbit finally went a little further away but not didn't really flee from 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 the, the spot there and I thought to myself I think that's a nest and she you know even though she was in fear probably because of the water, because of what I, I might do to, the, to them. Uh, she was around because she wanted to make sure that her babies were protected. And sure enough, as soon as I finished watering, I went back into the house. I went to, the, to my bedroom upstairs and I was looking to the backyard and I could see the rabbit coming back. And, and then the little, the little rabbits, the little babies came and were uh, being fed by, by the mom. And why am I saying this? It really moved me to see that. And you know, if, if an animal, if God places into that animal this sense of care and protection for their own, how much more would God do for you? How much more care would God have for you? So I tell you this morning, let your faith be a working faith. Let your faith be not something just intellectual. That you see, yes, I know Jesus died for him, for me, and I believe him. Let your faith be a working faith. Let your faith be that, that thing that will bring you closer and closer to the Lord. So speak from your heart, Lord, I believe that you died to redeem my soul. If you have placed such a value upon the soul as to give your life for mine, I will respond. I will give my life to you with all of its possibilities. I will give my life to you in all my weakness. I will give my life to you for your keeping. Now and forever. And the faith of the believer can work miracles. And so whatever stage of your experience you may be today. I encourage you to not give up. I encourage you to keep praying, keep asking. And the Lord will bring it all together. It may be an addiction. 
It may be a problem in your family. It may be a problem at work. It may be persecution because of your beliefs. Whatever it is, the Lord will eventually bring it all together only if you keep praying and you keep believing. May the Lord bless us all this morning.